Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. We are into divisional preview number four of six. And joining me from Houston, Texas, uh, where we don't believe it's snowing yet, is Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, uh, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing well. We're going to enter the summer months. So we are going to be the furthest thing away from um, snow down here in Houston. But before we get started, Malcolm, I was glancing at some of these spring training scores for today. Okay, <clears throat> I haven't had a look yet. What's going on? Quiz number, well, not quiz number two, but it's the Cardinals and the Nationals are playing in the top of the eighth right now. Just give me a guess on how many runs you think the Cardinals have scored. Uh, 23. 26. Ooh, well done. 26, yeah. Just wanted to throw that yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, I saw there was a 19 the other night uh, in a Cleveland Guardians game that I was uh, listening to a little bit of the radio call off. But yeah, big big scores, man. We'll get on the overs. We'll be, uh, we'll be following all of those. Um, this is preview number four. Uh, we did both the centrals yesterday. We have completed the AL West, which will be uh, available for you good listeners any moment now. Um, and number four, Moonaf of the six is an intriguing one. It is the NL West. Um, I will give you the uh, divisional odds um, before we get into the overs and unders. And hopefully we'll pick out some things that we like and we'll get them in our uh, magic spreadsheet. The um, LA Dodgers are obviously um, the clear favourites. They're at 1.41, uh, which is what, minus 160, minus 170, minus 160? Um, yeah, um, you probably in, put in that range, minus 160. Oh, no, uh, I'm seeing some books here. They're northwards of minus 200. Oh, wow. Uh, let me check WinBet, our presenting sponsor. Um yeah, that might be right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That might be minus five two ten. I've got yeah. I'm using decimal odds. Uh oh yeah. So yeah, one point four one with the, the San Diego Padres at uh plus four thirty-three. Uh mm. the Giants are plus six hundred, Colorado Rockies at plus uh ten thousand, yeah, uh hundred to one. 
and even bigger than that, the Arizona Diamondbacks at 125 to one. So a couple of fancy prices if you fancy them. Um, Munaf only one place to start at the top. Um, the LA Dodgers, we were just saying uh, before we went on air here, this is a little bit like a video game lineup. It's uh, it's almost like it's like an all-star lineup if they, if they put this out for the for the all-star game. You think, yeah. oh, wow, that's a good team. They've cobbled together from teams all around the country. But really they haven't. Is. It is their lineup, Munaf, and it is terrifying. Yeah, terrifying indeed. I mean, um, yeah, we can start with the hitting because I think that's a more fun topic to talk about or the interesting topic uh, for the Dodgers. Um, you know, even going back to last season before they made their big offseason splash, um, they added Trey Turner. We were we talked about this a lot last season. We kind of joked that the trade was more for Trey Turner than it was for Max Scherzer last year because of what Trey Turner was doing for this lineup um, and for the Dodgers. And it, it quickly, I mean, if we kind of just go through this 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 lineup, I mean, it is murderer's row. I think that this could possibly go down. Uh, I know we talked about the Yankees uh, murderer's row, but I think that this 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 has some competition for them. They have Mookie Betts leading off, uh, and then they added Freddie Freeman, their big offseason signing, uh, bringing Freddie Freeman back home to Southern California. Um, talked about Trey Turner, the trade they made last season with the Nationals uh, for Max Scherzer. Max Muncy's back. Uh, Will Smith, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, uh, Chris Taylor, and A.J. Pollock. So, Malcolm, this is a very, very, very difficult lineup for opposing pitchers. When you have two of the top 10 hitters in your lineup in Mookie Betts in Trey Turner, and you add a 2020 NL MVP in Freddie Freeman, world champion, this is going to be very tough. I mean, this is going to be very intimidating. I know we talked about on the AOS one with the Angels having to go through Otani and Mike Trout, but this lineup is just on a whole nother level right now for the um, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, it was it was good to start with. It was frightening to start with. And then you had Freddie Freeman. I mean, if, if I could have offered you, add one name into that lineup to make it more terrifying. Um, I don't know if you could have picked a better one than Freddie Freeman just for the, the all-round game that he brings. Um, you look at the projected homers. Uh, the lowest amount is 20 uh, from Chris <laughs> Taylor, um, who... It's generally been a bit part player. Looks like he's going to get a um, full-time run this season. Yeah. Uh, 22 from Turner. Um, and then the bottom of the order, it's 24 Pollock, 26 Bellinger, 28 Will Smith, um, up to over 30 for Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. So um, a whole load of uh, a whole load of power, a whole load of speed. Um, you've got average, you've got on-base slugging. I mean, there's been a little bit of talk about them cracking a 1,000 runs this year, Moonaf. Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, with this lineup, I, I yeah, I, I think the one concern I think, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw out the negative right now in this lineup is Cody Bellinger, and, and we talk about you know the spring training that he's having right now. It's not good um, so far. I believe the latest number I saw um, in spring training: twenty-four at bats, seventeen of those Malcolm have resulted in strikeouts for Cody oh, wow. Bellinger. So, um, uh, more than enough to compensate. In this lineup, I guess we can say for Cody Ballinger, you know, last year he had a terrible year at the beginning. He, he kind of came on in that postseason for the Dodgers a little bit towards the end of the year, but it looks seems like he's kind of picked up right where he left off um, or picked up where he was, where he started the season last year. 
by striking out so far 17 times out of 24 at bats. But uh, I think that's probably the only thorn that's in this hitting road uh, lineup right now for the uh, Dodgers. But yeah, I mean, thousand runs with this lineup. I don't think it's out of the possibility, Malcolm. Yeah, absolutely. So what, six, six and a bit per game, six and a, six and a half round about. Yeah. Um, yeah. As it stands, there's not much on the bench. They, I mean, they might not even need it. Hanser yeah. Alberto uh, is quite intriguing. Fair. He can hit lefties. Um, and then they've got Gavin Lux. I mean, he, Gavin yeah. Lux, even a couple of years ago, he's still quite a highly touted prospect. Edwin Rios isn't bad in Austin Barnes. So, yeah, um, Cody Bellinger did have little breakout spells last season. Um, in terms of the rotation then, Moonaf, we're looking at Walker Bueller, mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw, um, who re-signed, then Julio Arias, Andrew Heaney, uh, mm-hmm. who often gets a lot of chat, and Tony Gonsolin, who pretty much is always uh, parked on the end of that rotation. Sometimes he disappears off the end for b- b- periods of time. Um, and we've seen people like uh, Brewstar, Gratterall, and, and the, there's people come in and out. Uh, so, the, yeah, the rotation. I mean, it's yeah, great names again. Bueller, Kershaw, Arias. Um, he needs a bit of upside, constantly not sure. But it's not as terrifying as the batting lineup, um, yeah. but it's not bad. No, not bad at all. I mean, you know, you mentioned they got Kershaw back on a one-year deal. Um, good to keep him around. You know, solid former Cy Young multiple-time winner. Um, Walker Bueller, the guy that we talk about almost every single year now for the past couple of years, he's always a Cy Young candidate for this team. Uh, career ERA of 2.90 for him last season. He finished 16-4 and four for the Dodgers. And then you mentioned Julio, Julio Urias. Also, he's ace-quality guy for the Dodgers last season. Shockingly, he led the majors in uh, wins last season. I think he finished with 20, also finished with the ERA under three. You know, they're always going to be in the market to make that trade uh, for another pitcher. No, they're not afraid to make that move. Last year, they did it with Max Scherzer. Um, unfortunately, we're not able to resign him. He over, went over to the Mets. Um, they did lose Kenley Jensen to the Braves, but I think they're That's still right. Yeah. yeah, they still have arms in the bullpen, like you just mentioned. Uh, and let's not forget, they also have David Price uh, in that rotation. I do need to check on uh, on his health um, of David Price because he was in and out last year. But that's a guy that can be in your rotation as well if needed. But right now, it looks like he's going to be coming out of the bullpen for the Dodgers. And then you just mentioned Andrew Haney, who was kind of shaky last year. I think we were really fading him last year, uh, betting on opposing team team totals. But if he's able to find some form here at the back end of the rotation for the Dodgers, uh, you know these top three guys are still going to be solid for them all uh, all season long. Um, the other name we haven't mentioned, which we don't need to give too much airtime to, is Trevor Bauer, who's still on yeah. uh, administrational leave. Um, whether or not he gets a game or not, I have uh, no idea. But the name is still there. Yeah, um, yeah David Price is still sniffing around. Uh, unlikely to be stretched out um, as a starter just yet. But um, yeah, the, the pen's fine. It's nothing stellar. Um, like I say, Bruce Tall is a name that I quite like. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Trinan will start the season uh, as the closer. Uh, and they picked up um, Daniel Hudson as well. Um, yeah. He came uh, the back end of last year uh, as a free agent. 35-year-old, but he's certainly been around. Um, so, yeah, uh, well, worthy favourites, really, the Dodgers. Um, and like I say, an absolutely stellar lineup, the, the best lineup um, in biz- baseball. And w- worthy of that minus 200 or thereabouts tag. So that's not something we'd be looking to give out. The um, bookies line, the win bet line is 97 and a half, Munaf. Yeah. Um, got the projection at 94. Now we've been 
using a little system where if they come in two and a half or three games under, okay, we've been looking at taking that. So the under to me uh, is quite attractive. Um, and I think it mainly comes out of that rotation depth. Um, I don't think I will be taking it. It does. I mean, 97 and a half, it, seem, it seems on the low side. You look at the lineup, you want to go over. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a little bit of a little bit of a trap in there somewhere. Um, whether or not the books are expecting a little bit more from the Padres in competition this year. Um, so yeah, where do you land on that number, the 97 and a half? Yeah, it's kind of hard to ignore not taking the over for this Dodgers team. I mean, if we take a look at the last four full regular seasons that we've had, um, so pretty much taking out the pandemic year where they only played 60 games, three out of the four years, they had a hundred and plus wins in those three, three out of the four seasons. And then the lone season they didn't, I think they finished with 92. Um, and, and, you know, again, Dodgers are not afraid to make that, that extra move. If they need to, if they feel like they need to go out and get a quality arm um, in this rotation. So, you know, we talked about in the AL West preview where guys like Frankie Montas and Sean Manaya are in trade rumors, even if like, the team like the Cleveland guardians want to blow it up and there's some quality pitching there. So I, I just can't get myself to bet the under on this team, especially yeah. when they've won hundred plus games throughout the last four years, um, taking out the pandemic year, I, I would lean towards over. I think this, this team is probably the only one I would not recommend taking an under on if, it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, the numbers and I want to believe in the numbers would would tell me to back the under, but I can't. I don't yeah. want to take it, um, which means I won't be backing the the over either. Uh, there are other bets in this division uh, which appeal to me more. Yeah. Um, so moving down the list, we'll go. We'll go in order of uh, the the prices that the books have them at, which is uh, no disrespect to San Francisco, uh, but we're going to go with the San Diego Padres second. So uh, plus four thirty three uh, for the division. Uh, a, again, uh, sorry, actually. Um, I was looking at the Giants and the, the projection and the uh, win bet line are right there. 88 for the projection, 88 and a half for that win bet line. Um, San Diego Padres, moving off, they flattered to deceive last year. Uh, we were expecting great things and they never really got there, did they? No, and again, this was the big sexy team that everybody was thinking that was going to give the Dodgers a run for the money, but it was, you know, kind of the opposite. Um the, the big thing for the Dodgers last season was health, right? And I think they had the most accumulated days of players on the IL um, last year between, you know, Manny Machado, Fran, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, the guys that were, you know, my, they picked up Mike Clevenger in a trade last season. He missed, I think, pretty much the entire year last year. So health is going to be the biggest thing for this team. Uh, we can start with the batting here, uh, Malcolm. Obviously, they're not going to have – Fernando Tatis Jr. for about two months because of the wrist surgery that he suffered or the wrist injury that he suffered in a motorcycle accident. That's kind of, you know, alarming if you're a team owner, you know, putting out this whole story was baffling because yeah, I think obviously there was a lockout and they weren't allowed to communicate, which I didn't really understand. Mm -hmm. Then an interview, an interviewer asked him, um, about the motorcycle accident. And he said, (laughs) he said, which one? Yeah. So that's not ideal. And then, he chose pretty much to do nothing about it until they got to training camp and said, oh, yeah, by the way, I think I've broke my wrist. Um, just like for, your, for such a multi-million dollar player industry team, 
Mm. It just seemed a bit of a farcical way for it to all of uh, come out in the wash. Yeah, and uh, you know you have those two guys in the middle of your lineup: Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, I mean, like if we kind of even go back to last season, Malcolm, this team was pretty much in the driver's seat for at least a wild card spot last year. But I think their final 45, 46 games, they ended up going 12 and 34 in that span. And, you know, that that was really – then we saw the argument between Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. in the uh, in the dugout there between their two-star players, and it kind of spiraled for them downhill from there. I think the big move, I think the big positive for this team is that they, were, they hired Bob Melvin from the Oakland A's, and I think that's going to be huge for them uh, as far as having a, a top manager for this uh, team. Um, and then kind of get into the pitching for me, Joe Musgrove, fantastic last year for the San Diego Padres. He threw that no hitter um, for, for this team. I think it was a first in franchise history, if I'm not mistaken. They picked up Blake Snell last season uh, from the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. You Darvish also, they traded from the Cubs. Um, and they also get Mike Clevenger back this season, right, Ben? All those names that I mentioned, those guys are really injury prone. And I think, again, going back now to the pitching side, Health is, again, going to be the biggest question. So if this team is healthy and if they can live up to the potential, the talent that they have, I think this is a team that's gonna, that can give the Dodgers a run for their money. But going back to Tatis, for him to miss the first two months, that's really going to be crucial. And I think that if they're going to be able to hold it down without him, uh, they're going to be okay. But this could spiral again really quickly for the Padres, I think. Yeah, the, the lineup's okay, but that's yeah. all it is. Um, Passion Kim... Again, he's not a bad replacement, but he's nowhere near the standard of uh, Fernando Tatis. Luke Voigt is the big yeah. um, off-season signing, came in for the New York Yankees. Um, they play either a little bit of first base or possibly DH for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they've got Manny Machado, Cronenworth's okay, but then there's there's just a, quite a few bits and pieces players, Hosmer Myers in their Duruxon profile, who don't really do anything for me. The rotation has to hold up. This is the absolute key to them. Yeah. And, uh, the uh, Joe Musgrove, I think, is a no doubter. Uh, Mike Clevenger's an interesting one because going back last year, he was being drafted uh, in fantasy as a third or fourth round player. He was uh, he was a top ten pitcher, um, mm. and all of a sudden he's now in as the SP four on the Padres. So if they can get SP two production out of him, the two who frustrate me, um, and this is me talking through my pocket a bit, a little, um, because I've watched them closely because I've either had them on fantasy teams or. I've sort of backed them in. I followed you, Darvish, a lot last year, and I followed Blake Snell. And they were just a little bit anemic. Like, we don't talk about Blake Snell just nibbles around the edge, and you, Darvish, just flattered to deceive every time. So um, they need to hold up. If they don't hold up, San Diego have no chance. If they hold up, uh, some of their bats will make them competitive. They will get Tatis back, and they can kick on and have a decent second half. Don't mind their bullpen. Um, Denelson Lamette's a player. I like a lot. He was injury prone, uh, but if they can get a, he could, he's got stellar um, closing potential uh, mm. if they can keep him fit. Uh, and P.S. Johnson's a name uh, I've been looking after some sneaky late saves and drafts as well. So yeah, um, a lot of questions again. The, the 88 and a half seems a lot um, and I would be leaning towards one or two and I'd be going 85 or 86. But again, uh, there's there's places elsewhere in this division where I'll be wanting to put my money moon. Yeah, I think this number is kind of spot on here. I think the ceiling for this team is probably 90 wins. Um, but Malcolm, like this rotation, they're starting rotation. It just feels like it's a whole bunch of number two guys. Yeah, 
right? And I think that just that that's probably what maybe like they were thinking that like, let's get a number get a lot of number two guys in this rotation and see if one pans out to stand out as an ace because I mean you kind of go down the list you Darvish Blake Snell Mike Clevenger uh these guys are all on any other roster Joe Musgrove you could throw him in that name in the conversation as well a lot of guys that can be number two number three guys on other rotations so you know, it's probably gonna have to be by committee for this rotation and, and see who kind of stands out that's gonna be the ace Joe Musgrove last season again had a fantastic season for them so It'll be interesting to see if they're able to stay healthy and, and really protect this batting lineup um, without until wait went in until uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. comes back. But yeah, for me, I probably am staying away from this um, uh, rotate. Sorry, this uh, win total for me. I think that's it's right there, Malcolm. 88, 90 wins is probably what I'm looking at for this uh, for for this Padres team. I did want to ask you, what do you think about Luke Voigt as possibly a home run leader in the National League? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no problem with that at all. Uh, displayed a lot of power um, at New York. He was a he was probably higher ranked um, going back a year, maybe two years ago. Um, I think. I, yeah, I think in that pandemic year where they only played sixty games, I want to say he led the league in home runs that season. Let me see if I can find that while you go to a break. Yeah, but he projected for twenty seven. Uh, and but in a in a really tight race where there's a there's a lot of guys who could break out uh, and suddenly 27 becomes 40 uh, in the middle of that lineup. So yeah, no problem at all uh, with that moon up as a flyer. I think a big a big price you might get maybe 66 to one, might even be some hundred to one uh, about him. Um, if you do want to build up some ammo uh, for these fancy prices for the upcoming MLB season, um, why don't you have a look at the WinBet Casino? Uh, you'll get a Las Vegas-style casino in the palm of your hand. Um, the premier online casino from the five-star win resorts, uh, from classic table games to the best slots, thrills and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match, up to $1,000. WinBet hour is from 2 p.m. 3 p.m. Pacific time. Better prices on select games. Anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. If you bet 500 bucks on college basketball Thursday through Sunday, you entered to a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. Example, if a patron wages $1,000 on men's college basketball tournament Thursday to Sunday, you're eligible for two entries into the prize draw. So download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or over and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next up then, Moonaf, uh, are the team who we are loath to disrespect, the team who broke uh, all the projections last season, uh, the San Francisco Giants. Um, Plus 600 to win the league, uh, win the division, sorry. Um, a projection t- for me of 84, uh, a win bet line of 85 and a half. So a game and a half in it. Um, what do you think about the Giants? Can they repeat, Munaf? Can they get close to repeating? <sighs> yeah, that's a big question for this team, right? But um, I-, I think obviously they're going to be due for some regression just because, I mean, that's the only direction they can go, right? Last season, they won 107 games. Uh, absolutely crushed their regular season win total. I believe well, it was around 84 and a half last season, Malcolm, for the Giants. Preseason? Yeah, last year. Oh, it was way below that, I think. 
it was around. Uh, I'll, I'll see I if I can look a, that up. But I thought it was seventy something. Yeah, you're probably right. It was probably seventy something. But for this team, I mean, 107 wins. They won the NL West last season. Um, I think that this team was still disrespected towards the end of the year last year because you could have still gotten prices for them at around three to one plus three fifty to win this division, even though you know they were in first place for most of the season. I understand that the, the Dodgers were on their heels and this, this literally came down to the last day for this division. But um, I think the huge edge for this team last season was the pitching, right? And uh, they had Logan Webb last year, Kevin Gossman. Uh, they did lose Kevin Gossman. I think he went to the Blue Jays, but they added, they, they found a, I think more than capable replacement in him in uh, Carlos Rodon from the White Sox last season, who was in Cyan conversation to kind of come in and fill in for him and be that number one, number two guy in this rotation. So at least for this rotation, I, I don't see them, you know, regressing too much when you still have Logan Webb, Carlos Rodown, uh, Anthony Disclafani, and then uh, Alex Wood still in this lineup, uh, sorry, this pitching rotation. I think they're going to be okay. The biggest question for me comes in this, the, in the hitting lineup, right? Because they lost Buster Posey, who had probably his best offensive season in, in a very long time. They lose him to retirement. And then you're pretty much relying on guys that are kind of older statements or in their mid-30s, guys like Brandon Crawford, Brandon Bell, Evan Longoria, to kind of carry the offense for you. Now, last season, they found ways to win. They, they won 107 games. Um, but I just felt like I wish they would have added some more batting in this lineup to kind of be in contention again with the uh, in the NL West because – we know we just talked about the Padres, you know, they're going to be up and coming and the Dodgers with their, with their video game lineup, it's going to be really difficult for them to kind of compete. If those guys are just putting up a whole bunch of runs, those two teams. So I do obviously see regression coming for the giants, um, especially since they won 170 games last year. Uh, 74 and a half moon off. Okay. Um, was the total last, wow. I found all of my scribbles from last year. Uh, and you'll be seeing somewhere. So yeah, 74 and a half. Um, yeah, Carlos Rodon was your guy last year. Yeah. Um, so um, it was an odd one that the White Sox didn't extend him even a qualifying offer. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they saw something that nobody else did in terms of in terms of that injury um, history. Um, he pitched, I think it was last night, maybe the night before. Okay. Um, and the game was absolutely fine. Uh, looks really good. So. Um, yeah, I've, I've drafted him in a few places. I'm quite bullish about him, uh, mainly from you. I know he was your guy, so uh, I've taken him there. Alex Wood, they brought back another one with a sketchy hit, uh, injury history. But again, the, the, the Giants have been doing really well with their, um, with their pitchers lately. Logan Webb uh, is becoming a genuine stud if he hasn't reached that already. Uh, Tony Disco and Alex Cobb, absolutely fine. So I've got no problem with any of that. Um, they named Jake McGee as a closer yesterday, which mm. was a bit of a kick in the plums for uh, lots of people who drafted Camilo Duval quite highly. Uh, I think McGee was going a couple of hundred spots later uh, and um, people were drafting Camilo Duval, but that hasn't happened. But yeah, it's the, it's the lineup, Munaf, and it's, it's, I've written down the word old. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about the Mariners a little while back and all their 20-something bats. I mean, Going to 31, 33, 35, 33, 35, 29, 30, 28, 25. Uh, Joey Bart is the 25-year-old, yeah. but Joey Bart is a massive drop-off uh, from what Buster Posey did for them last season. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of red flags and it's, it does feel like just a lazy thing to do to fade them. Um, because it's really, we're fading them for the same reasons that we weren't rating them last year. Nothing's changed. Right. Um, but I just can't see them breaking these projection systems. So last year was 74 and a half. This year is up to 84. Um, so yeah, we've given them 10 games back. And I think that's probably about right. I think they'll be okay because I like this pitching rotation. I, I like the pitching rotation a little yeah. bit better than the Padres, to be honest. Okay. Um, but I just think, I can't see um, Brandon Crawford, Brandon Bell, Tommy Listella, people like that. I just can't see them performing uh, to the same level. So yeah, I'd be I'd be round about. I think the plus five hundred. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's eighty three or eighty four games for me. It's, it's still a no bet. Uh, my better elsewhere, but um, just a little bit. I'm a little bit down on them. All credit to what they did last year, but I don't think they're going to get anywhere close. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, you know, maybe they surprise us again and then go out and did what they did last year. But um, I just want to see. Uh, this this batting lineup get younger. I think that's what it is for me. But um, you know, no disrespect to the guys that they have. I mean, they are you know quality guys, uh, veterans. You know, they're they're good. Brandon Bell, Brandon Crawford. These guys are are, are stars of the game. But um, it, it's just difficult to kind of com- when you when you compare it to the Dodgers lineup and, and what the Padres are capable of. It almost feels like a like a David and Goliath thing between the Giants and the Dodgers. Last year, Giants got it, but I just feel like this this might be the year where the Dodgers kind of run away with this division. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, so uh, there's a real couple of bums in this division, Luna. Um, <laughs> we'll start with Arizona. However, um, like we said uh, on previous pods, uh, there's no such thing uh, as a bad price winner. So um, a, a bet on the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers to go over. Uh, it's going to pay the same as a bet on the Arizona uh, Diamondbacks. So doesn't matter what the team is, Moonaf. Uh, if we fancy them, we fancy them. Um, we'll start with the Diamondbacks for no other reason than they're higher on my list than Colorado. Um, the main acquisitions really uh, mm-hmm. were in the pen. They, they brought in Mark uh, Melanson from yeah. uh, the Padres, who will close for them. Um and Ian Kennedy uh, is the other one who's mm-hmm. closed kind of all over the league. Um, he had a really good run with Kansas City, I think maybe two years ago, ended up at Philly at the back end. So they've done little bits there, which is okay. Um, how many games they'll be in a position to close, however, uh, remains <laughs> to be seen. Um, Zach Davis in the bullpen, who came from the Cubs. Um, sorry, in the rotation, who came from the Cubs. Um, also, Sergio Alcantara, they brought over just last week. Uh, young rookie with some a little bit of upside. Um, apart from that, the uh, lineup isn't much changed uh, from last season. They'll be hoping to get a bit more run out of Dalton Varshaw. Dalton Varshaw was uh, someone who I was quite high on last year. He he was a catcher slash centre fielder, uh, which was a little bit odd. Um, but I think maybe the catching is going to drop off a little bit. He and he got sent down and ruined a couple of my fantasy teams. Actually came up towards the end of the season, did okay. He's um, scheduled to lead off uh, for Arizona. So he can put some, some stuff together. He's got some power and speed. Uh, Ketel Marte follows him, who just signed that five-year deal. Um, and after that, it's not terrible. David Peralta, Christian Walker, Joshua has Carson Kelly, uh, even down to uh, Geraldo Padermo, 
who's uh, probably their best uh, prospect. Uh, he's still just 22 years of age. So I don't hate the um, the Arizona lineup. Uh, Jordan Luplo is another one I think they brought back. Um, he's not down in uh, the lineup. I don't know if he's carrying a knock maybe at the moment. Yeah, he's, he's on the bench. He's got a yeah, he's got a strained oblique. Um, but I do like him. So yeah, that that lineup's not horrible. Uh, I think we've seen worse. Um, what, what do you think, Luna? Yeah, I think for for the the issue, like especially for these teams that are in the bottom of the NL West, is that it's 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 a very tough division when you think about the Dodgers and the Padres and the Giants, like the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies. Unfortunately for them, they're going to have to play those teams. What is it, sixteen times a year? Um, it's going to just be difficult when when you don't have the amount of talent that the, I guess these other teams have in your division, like the Dodgers and the Padres and even the Giants are rotation. And, you know, you talk about some of the names in their, their pitching rotation with Zach Gallon. I think that's a guy that you were high on last season. Um, you know, you have Madison Bumgarner, you mentioned Kento Marte. Um, I agree with you about the, the batting lineup. It's just, it's just unfortunate for them, for them and both the Colorado Rockies that they are in the NL West division where you have to go up against the Dodgers and the Padres and the Giants. So um, I think it's going to be another long year for the uh, Diamondbacks. And last season, you know, they, they dealt with a lot of injuries. You know, there was a stretch after the first month where in 58 games, Malcolm, they went eight and 50. And again, that's not going to do a lot for you um, trying to compete or even trying to get a wild card spot. Yeah, I think they lost 26 consecutive road games at one yeah. point, which is a, it's a pretty good effort. Um, I am surprisingly high on the mood after the win total last year was 74 and a half that the Lions put up. This year um, is 66 and a half. So they've dropped by it. I don't think they're that bad. I think they've improved. Um, I do like Zach Gallen. Well remembered. He cropped up a lot and I'm sure he will do in the opening weeks of this season. He's down as their SP5. Uh, wow. Zach Davis, Luke, we, uh, Luke Weaver. Merrill Kelly's okay. And then Mad Bum at the top. As we said, um, a couple of fairly reliable uh, bullpen pieces as well. So, um, as, a, as a total, I've got a projection at 70, uh, which is three and a half over that win bet line at 66 and a half. And I think you get somewhere near that 74 and a half. Okay. Um, when we did about half time uh, show last season, one of my picks was Arizona to have a much better second half uh, than first, which they marginally did. But um, I do think. I do think this year they can pick it up a little bit. Um, and they haven't completely given up either. Um, they're still they're still sort of in their pitching. And like I said, they've signed Marty to that extension, etc. So I think the Diamondbacks over uh, is, is a definite pick for me, over 66 and a half. Yeah, it seems a little low, doesn't it? Um, yeah. For this team. I, yeah, we can see them winning 70 games. I mean, they do have veterans, like we mentioned, Mad Bum and, and Zach Gallen. And this wrote, this batting lineup isn't, isn't, it's not too bad. I mean, they have some players and they have some hitters, you know, Christian Walker, Kelton Marte, David Peralta, um, Nick Amad is, is even a good, you know, solid defensive shortstop for them. So I'll lean towards the over with you as well. Sometimes when you kind of get to these bottom teams, uh, there's going to be a, some team that surprises you every single year. And I think maybe the Diamondbacks are that team this year. I also yeah, do absolutely. want to mention, uh, sorry, Malcolm. Um, they also did bring in the pitching coach uh, from the Astros over the last several years. Um, so I think that's going to be a big boost for these guys in that pitching rotation. 
Uh, good knowledge, Moonaf. That's yeah. worth an extra game and a half uh, <laughs> to the window. Uh, and when they're 10 games over 500, um, you can get yourself over to Prop Swap, which is where America buys and sells sports bets. Uh, and you can cash in your winnings over there. Uh, the final four is set. Prop Swap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, Prop Swappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on Prop Swap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Patrick from New York sold a $1,000.35 to 1 Houston Championship ticket for 6000 bucks on Prop Swap before their Elite Aid game. Patrick turned $1,000 into $6,000 guaranteed and the buyer got the best odds in the country. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in touch with all the big sales and red hot ticket information, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Um, Okay, Moonaf, one bum team out the way. Uh, a second one to go. Um, the Colorado Rockies were actually a shorter price to win the division. Uh, they're 100 to 1 compared to the Diamondbacks, 125. Um, although they've got a, a, a lower a lower projection of 68, but the bookies line's a little bit higher. Uh, win bets have them at 68 and a half games. Uh, Colorado... Um, no one seems to know what Colorado are up to at any point, let alone the people who were making the decisions in Colorado. It is a baffling organisation, Munaf. Um, they brought in Chris Bryant, uh, who was an excellent player, um, brought him in for the San Francisco Giants. He figures to hit number two in that lineup behind Charlie Blackman, who can now DH a lot, which is quite handy. They can get him out the field. Yeah. Um, then you've got Ryan McMahon and CJ Crone. Um, after that, uh, Brendan Rodgers is okay. He can hit for a bit of average. Uh, it's the rotation of Herman Marquez, Kyle Freeland, Antonio Senzatella they've brought back mm-hmm. um, as their SP3. Now, I know you particularly laughed at him quite a lot last year. Uh, or it might have been, in fact, was it Johnny, Johnny Junder, who I think might be joining us? Uh, for an NLE's podcast pretty soon. Uh, Johnny was uh, was hugely down on uh, Senzatella. Austin Gomba uh, and Chad Cool. So, yeah, what do you make of this, Moon? I it's a bit of a mess. Yeah, I, I, if you, you hit the nail on the head at the top. It's like we we don't know what the what the Rockies are trying to accomplish. Like, it's very confusing on what, what direction they want to go, right? Like, you let go... Uh, of John Gray to the Dodgers, uh, sorry, to the uh, Rangers, and then Trevor Story signs with the Red Sox. Then you give a seven-year deal to Chris Bryant. <laughs> um, I, like, like, what are what are you trying to accomplish? I'm not sure. And you know, if we kind of go back to last year and look at the splits for this team, I, it's glaring between what they were able to do at home and what they were what they did on the road. Right, last season, yeah. 48 and 33 at home, 26 and 54 on the road last season, they only hit 217 on the road. And I think we had discussed this at volumes last season, Malcolm, is that Rockies were a team that we wanted to back at home and they were a fade for us on the road 
And I think that some of their pitchers, if you kind of go look at their, I'm sorry, their home road splits, it's glaring on what they were able to do at home and what they did on the road. So I don't expect this team to be in contention at all. Um, the, the lineup is not too bad, right? Jose yeah. Iglesias at that shortstop position, I do kind of like because he's a great defensive shortstop for them. Um, and then you have Charlie, uh, sorry, yeah, Chris Bryant's going to be in the uh, outfield for you. Played a lot of third base for the Cubs when he was there, but the, the lineup isn't too bad. Um, the, what concerns me is that I need to see improvement from this team on the road. And I don't think it's going to be there again for them this year. Um, the pitching was bad on the road. The hitting was bad on the road. And that's going to lead to a combination of where you ended up last season of only winning 74 games, which isn't too bad. I mean, kind of, if we kind of yeah. zoom out yeah, and kind yeah, of right. look at it, um, if this team played a lot more games at home, it would be a, a little different conversation. But I think if they're able to improve on the road, um, this team could probably eclipse their win total. I mean, last year they were uh, 63 and a half games was their projection. Um, yeah. So the, and they, they cleared that. So this year it's been adjusted to 68 and a half. Uh, like you say, they, w- they would have cleared that last year. So yeah, maybe in season we'll, we'll be looking at Colorado for some trends uh, for some uh, home and road splits or, or to see just how many runs they're scoring mm-hmm. and conceding um, both at home uh, at Coors and on the road. So yeah, um, just because they're bad doesn't mean um, they won't provide us with any backable uh, proposition. Same in fantasy. They've got probably five or six. Um, the one player I was disappointed they let go from a fantasy point of view, again, talking through my pocket because I drafted him a lot, was Rymel Tapia. Uh, yes. Yeah. He was a bit of a bitch and Bob's outfielder, but he had speed to burn, he, uh, a little bit of power helped by that environment. And yeah. was really, a, he was an everyday player for them. Um, he's gone to Toronto, um, and Randall Gritchick came the other way. Uh, and that's going to eat into Rymel Tapia's playing time, which wounds me specifically. Uh, Randall Gritchuk's okay, um, but don't quite think he's the player uh, Rymel Tapia kind of possibly uh, possibly will be uh, in Colorado. So um, as a total, uh, the projection and the bookies line are right next to each other. I mean, we have 68, 68 and a half. Um, I think we, by the sound of it, we might be leaning towards the over. We might think they might get the 70 games uh, but is it something you want to put a few quid on? Uh, I think it's going to be a wait and see approach for me. And I think the the, the things that we can appreciate about uh, books that they, they put an updated number on some of these teams as we kind of progress through the season. So, I mean, last year, this team scored 739 runs uh, on the season. If they were in the NL Central last year, that would have been the most runs scored. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah, so it's crazy. I mean, the, 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 again, we talked about how we do like the batting lineup. It's, again, we need to see improvement for them on the uh, uh, on the pitching staff, and I think that's really where it's got to start. That and then uh, having improvement on the road. But for me right now, I would probably pass on uh, on the Rockies. So in terms of the magic spreadsheet then, Munaf, which names and numbers will you be typing in there right now? Oh, man, this is tough. Um, God, I hate to go chalky in this division. Um as far as a best bet, uh, how do you not like take the over for the Dodgers? Like I, I, for the, so for three divisions that we've taken so far, because I have a projection moon off it's three and a half games underneath the betting line. That's how you don't take it. Yeah. But the other part of it is, is that they've had, they've crushed their win total 
in three out of the last four years where they've won a hundred plus games in a 162 game season. Right. And even if in the past, maybe not. Yeah. Why don't you go first? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you're actually letting me talk you out of it. Uh, No. My my pick, you can write this down in massive, big, eight-inch high gold letters, um, is the Arizona Diamondbacks to go over 66 and a half games uh, and comfortably over two. I reckon they can get a 74. Um, Yeah, I don't mind them. the lineup isn't horrible. There's some guys in the rotation that I can root for. Uh, they've got a couple of fairly useful closers as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be cheering on the Diamondbacks. And then you got, uh, who's your division winner? Dodgers? You has to be the Dodgers. But like yeah. I say, uh, at that price, I might find them uh, in an accumulator, in a parlay, uh, when we get to yeah. episode six of this preview season. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to go chalk here. I think that when you have a top three lineup like... Mookie Betts, Trey, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman. I think that when you two of the top 10 players, I think personally for me in the, in the league, in your, in your top of your lineup, speed guys, guys that can hit for average. Mookie Betts is a guy that can hit home runs as well. When you have those two guys, I, I think that's a lot. And then you go further down Max Muncy. I mean, the names go on and on. And, it, it, and the, the kink that we kind of look at is okay. In the armor, if it's their pitching is going to be bad, but it's not right. Walker Bueller is a guy that's in the, Cy Young yeah. conversation every single year in the National League. Dane Kershaw back. He doesn't have to be that ace pitcher. He's probably going to be your number two, number three guy. Julio Urias last season, 20 wins, ERA under three. I think the wild card for me is going to be David Price because it, from what I'm reading briefly is that he's ready to go. He's ready to prove himself. And he, that's a guy that if you know somebody like Andrew Haney struggling, they need to put him down in the bullpen. David Price is the type of player that can c- come up and be that number four, number five guy. So for this division, I just have to go chalk. I'm going to go Dodgers to win the division. I'm going to go over 97 and a half wins for the Dodgers. Excellent. Uh, solid choice, Moonaf. No problem with that at all. I was just seeing if, uh, how weak-minded you were and seeing if I could talk you out of it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that gets us to the end of the NL West. Um, that's an, uh, We've got two more uh, divisional previews to go through. We've got the Easts to go through tomorrow, and we're going to have a, a special guest, which I briefly mentioned earlier on as well. Yeah. So, so look out for those in the next 24 hours or so. Um, the rest of the baseball information, uh, all the content, it's on the website, it's on the app. Uh, it's where you usually find your podcasts. Uh, if you can like, rate and review us, that would be great. Uh, yeah. Give us a little bit of momentum uh, to go into the season. Uh, my fantasy baseball rankings are up uh, on Fantasy Pros, uh, if you use that website. Uh, or if you uh, use the SGPN website, they are embedded over there. I know the DGEN's Fantasy League is drafted starting Friday, Moon off. Uh, well. A lot of the listeners in there. Um, so we'll be looking to, uh, I'll be looking to draft us a winning team uh, and keep up the reputation, the stellar reputation of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, what are you all about basketball tonight? Is, is that still going on? Yeah, NBA, we have about a week left of the regular season before playoffs kick off. And then we have uh college basketball final four this saturday we'll find out who's going to be in the championship national championship game for college but yeah i mean more importantly i think uh we are about what a week away a little over a week away from opening day in the uh, mlb season malcolm oh mate i'm so excited can't wait yeah. looking forward to it um looking forward to churning out the rest of this content before we get started uh and then really get amongst it uh might even consider putting up a little dfs competition for next uh 
for next Thursday for opening day as well, Moonaf. I know we did one uh, for the first game of the World Series, which was fun. So yeah. um, all sorts of things uh, going on. The MLB Slack channel will be catching fire as well. Uh, always a fun place to be where all the listeners get involved uh, with plenty of chat and give their tips uh, and little things that they like for the season. So yeah, thanks, Moonaf. Uh, it's been fun again. Um, looking forward to the rest of the of the content train rumbling along. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. I will speak to you in the next day or two. Yes, sir. And uh, Johnny tomorrow, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Brilliant. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Good luck with all your bets. Uh, download the SGPN app. As I say, like, rate, review, and we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.